I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. I am the Futus of War. Resistance is futile. Iron oh, Man, that's kind of catchy. It's got a nice ring to it. I mean, it's not technically accurate. It's a gold continuum alloy. I'm sorry, David. I'm afraid I can't do that. Welcome everyone to the Treks in Sci-Fi Year in Review, our annual look back at the year of sci-fi and fantasy geeky goodness. 2013 was a great year for sci-fi and fantasy, and as you'll see, the community at Treks in Sci-Fi did an outstanding job at a variety of fascinating subjects. So, sit back, crank up the earphones, and get ready to rock with me, Rick Moyer, for the year in review on the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Treks in Sci-Fi started out very strong in the year 2013 with our very own Vartok. Now, of course, we all love listening to Vartok talk about music. This time, he took over the entire podcast to celebrate the one and only Jerry Goldsmith in episode 419. Take a listen to a little bit of it. Also important to us science fiction fans, Jerry composed music for his first science fiction film, City of Fear, in 1959. After 10 years of CBS composing during the golden age of television, where he scored an episode a week for live broadcast for many years, he moved to Review Studios, which later became Universal Pictures. After this period, he was now primarily composing for feature films and occasional TV movies, and with a very occasional TV series episode. 
His first major film score was for the 1962 western Lonely Are the Brave, where he finally began receiving widespread name recognition. His big break came when famous veteran composer Alfred Newman recommended Jerry to the head of Universal Pictures' music department after hearing his score for the TV series Thriller. Then in episode number 420, our very own Chris and Rico discuss why they love DS9 so much. In fact, it was the 20th anniversary of Deep Space Nine. They talked about their favorite episodes, characters, and other fun stuff. Then on to the next, 421. This time, a wonderful episode called The Man from Atlantis. Do you remember that one? Back in 1977, what an amazing series that was. I miss it. And Rico does too, because he did an entire episode on it. Also, some Trek-related and Star Wars news, and a few other geeky things that were thrown into the show. That was episode number 421. On episode number 422, Rico stepped out of the way, and in came none other than Joe, our Billy Bob 476 on the forums, with, uh, of course, the host of the Upper Memory Block podcast, and he covered a really fun movie called Robot Jocks. It's from 1989, a film about giant fighting robots, along with some current news, too. I think you'll really enjoy that cast. I know I did. I had never seen the movie before, and it was excellent to hear all about it. On to number 423. What's in store for us? Lots of Into Darkness news. Yep, the Star Trek movie that came out this year. Rico talks all about that, and also a full commentary look at the TNG episode everybody knows and loves, Elementary Dear Data. All that and more on episode number four. 23. On episode number 424, our boys in the Dune Saga. We're having a great time. Chris and Brian, they talked about two books in the Dune Saga, Dune Messiah and Children of Dune. They also talked about the 2002 Sci-Fi Channel miniseries, Children of Dune, which combined the two books into one story. Also, Dr. Severin, who who's the leader of this group of six hippies, um, he has some sort of condition because of the technology. It's caused an illness. Mm-hmm. And I got the impression that it was contagious. Did y'all? I mean, the way yes. the bones acted. The, um, it's contagious, but it's uh, it's like chickenpox. Like it's, you can do a vaccine, but because it's been, and, and I got the impression that it was like a vaccine you had to continually booster. So mm-hmm. most peop- most of the people on the ship had had the original vaccine, but that he had to basically comb the ship and make sure that everyone had had recent boosters. Yeah, yeah, that was basically it. I mean, it was something that had been kind of pretty much wiped out, but mm-hmm. but and everyone would be normally, especially the Starfleet people, would be, you know, immune, you know, immun, immunized, you know, vaccinated against it or whatever they call it then. Yeah. And And they should be okay. The fact that he has this... He's sort of, uh, he's, he's kind of a leper, you know, or, or maybe that's not a good mm-hmm. analogy, but I mean, he's, he doesn't really bother him, but he, he can infect others. And the yeah. idea that he's searching for this, you know, mythical paradise Eden planet sort of makes sense because, 
you know, maybe there he could sort of purify himself, perhaps, or something like that. Yeah. And Bones' concern is that, yeah, he may be able to purify himself, but at the expense of an entire population of primitive people who have no way of, you know... Exactly, yeah. Keeping themselves safe from whatever disease he's carrying. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, he refers to him as um, Typhoid Mary. So you were listening to a little excerpt from the episode number... 425, where the Anomaly Ladies talked about heading back to Eden. Yay, brother. They joined Rico and had a great time talking about that episode. There was a few laughs, of course, on the way, and it was a blast. So you'll have to check that out if you didn't already listen to it. Let's see. The next one was our buddy Mark Daniels who has done some amazing things. M5 on the forum doesn't live too far from me in the Pacific Northwest. He lives about two hours away. In fact, we've met together before, and we've had a great time at the Sci-Fi Museum in Seattle, and he even stopped at my house one time on his way back from the ocean beaches, and he was such a blast to meet. Mark is a cool guy. Well, he covers the classic cult film, Planet of the Vampires. And boy, does he ever do an awesome job on these old movies. He actually gets me to want to watch them. Thanks, Mark, for doing this awesome show, number 426. Moving on to 427 was a classic episode of Treks in Sci-Fi because it was Rico at the helm with the fifth season Voyager episode, Bliss. He also talked about Into Darkness, the film and the new trailer that was out. And, of course, a special message from Gates McFadden on her special auction sale. All that and more on episode number 427 of Treks in Sci-Fi. Next up was Chris and Al. That's right. They took us on a journey for 20,000 leagues under the sea. What an awesome podcast it was. The 1954 classic Disney film. They did a great job talking about it, bringing out all sorts of cool facts and things about it. And man, I'll tell you what, I watched that show. I remember seeing that when I was a kid. One of my favorites. And these guys didn't do it any shame. They did it justice. So you have to take a listen to episode number 428. Then Rico did one of his cool things where he takes a whole year and talks about sci-fi and fantasy that happens during that year. And he took a look at year 2002, um, all sorts of cool films. And then he, of course, talked about the latest Star Trek stuff and some other geeky goodness that you'll enjoy on episode number 429. Then in February, the end of February, the very last day of February, Jedi Jeff and I, Jedi Jeff from Canada, you know my buddy Jeff, who's an awesome guy, we decided to team up and we've been talking one day about maybe talking about the different enterprises over the series of Star Trek because there's so many different ones. And we all of a sudden we thought, you know, that'd be a really fun one to do on Rico's show. And so that's exactly what we did. We contacted him. He said, yeah, let's do it. And it actually kicked off a series of podcasts over the next few months 
on the different ships of sci-fi. The first one was on the Enterprise. You know, and, and really back then it wasn't. Um, we didn't. Re- we weren't really called geeks or nerds back then. It was. It was just more. We didn't really talk. I didn't talk about it a lot to my friends and stuff because not many of them were into it. But that that was. I don't know. There's. I had a love for stuff like that way back when. And it's so nice nowadays to be able to have a group of people to talk to about this kind of stuff. And that's why I think this program is really going to appeal to a lot of people, of a lot of our friends now, especially on the Treks and Sci-Fi Forum and, and those of you on Facebook that um, listen to the podcast or, or just subscribe to the podcast. I think you're really going to get a kick out of it because how often do you sit around at work and talk about the different enterprises? The, depends on uh, where you work. Depends I guess. on who you're working with. I <laughs> yeah, guess. that's true. I mean, if we work with Rico, we probably would do it every day. But yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> I've had a few discussions with coworkers in the past. Uh, right now, I'm not really working with uh, folks which are really into it. But uh, I've I've had a few I've had a few in detailed uh, conversations when I probably should have been working. <laughs> that <type of> stuff. <laughs> that's that's funny. I, I me too. Okay. <laughs> A lot of times I get in trouble with myself though, because I'm my own boss, and then uh, then I get in a lot of trouble with myself because I'll go researching something that has absolutely nothing to do with what I'm supposed to be doing. But you know, oh well, that happens. So we're talking about the Enterprise. Now, in order to do this correctly, we kind of have to go um, back in the past, and we're going to start with the very first Enterprise, which really came after all Rick, of them. Yeah, we should we should. Uh, do bar talk set segment first. that's a great idea why don't we do that first and then we'll jump into the subject because yeah. um Vartok did an awesome uh segment he um of galaxy quest and i don't know if if you've seen that you've seen the movie obviously you and i, yes, have, seen I it. have but uh, if you're listening and you haven't seen the movie you need to watch it fantastic hilarious cool movie called galaxy quest so we're going to turn over to Vartok, and then he's got a question during it and then we'll come back at the end of the podcast and play um, the the answer to his question. So Vartok, take it away. Whew. Your commander is on deck. Ha ha. Look, I have one job on this lousy ship. It's stupid, but I'm gonna do it. Okay? Never give up. Never will surrender. By Grabzar's hammer. By the sons of Morvan. You shall be. on episode number 431 interviewed Nicholas F. Tamiades. I don't even know how to say his name. But that's alright because they still had a great time. And is an author that did a sci-fi book called Edward of the Planet Earth. And it's quite a fun episode so you have to listen to that and get to know this author. 
On episode number 432, guest host Chris from Florida, of course, Chris Clemente, and his friend Chuck covered the cool series Robotech. Lots of neat info, lots of clips, and as usual, a lot of geeky fun. I learned a ton listening to this particular episode of Treks in Sci-Fi. Then Rico was back on the 21st for episode number 433, Plato's Stepchildren. No service to do till you... Stop it! Don't do this to him, Herman. McCoy, no matter what he makes me, say or do the answers. No. Oh. Oh. No, Parman! Stop it! Ah. Ah. Well, Larkin. Ah. I have my orders. As you wish, Doctor. Your grand vision of the future. You don't hear. Yeah, so they're they're messing with Kirk and Spock and, and trying to make McCoy cooperate, and it's not working too well. Again, I think they do a great job. I mean, this could get... Some people might kind of laugh at some of the stuff in this episode in the scenes and, and feel it's kind of campy and, and, and funny and fake, but but I think they, 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 they do it just right as, as best they could with, with what they've got. Uh, the uh, it, it's, it's a tricky, again, situation to, to make it look like someone's influencing you and making you do things that you don't want them or you don't want to do so it's a hard thing uh it and they pull it off i think quite a bit and and spock leonard nimoy i think does a fantastic job in in this episode and so does william shatner spock they they make him feel different emotions and and he's you can see the the rage kind of simmering underneath the surface you know spock is being made to to laugh to cry to do things he'd never normally do and for him, for a human being, it's it's degrading and humiliating and 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 just hard to deal with. But our minds, you know, we Spock because he suppresses a lot of these things to have that sort of driven out onto the surface is is extremely extremely embarrassing and humiliating and just it's the core of his being and his essence and 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 it's just. You can see that uh, I think it might have been really interesting at one point in this episode. Now that I'm thinking about it, if if Spock just just had had been driven to the point where once he got the power, you know, like uh, you'll I think in this next clip I'm going to play with Alexander that Spock almost wants to kill Parman. Like he gets the power and just kind of like does a little Darth Vader choke on Parman, and, and Kirk has to talk him down or something like that because Spock is just sort of you know he's been driven to that point where his emotions the whole point with Vulcans you know the the history there has always been that they are super emotional and were in the past just hugely emotional beings and that their only way to control their this huge emotional range that they had was to suppress it and, and to keep it under control lock and key kind of and that so they're almost more volatile than than humans would be 
and the fact that he gets pushed to this edge could just make him kind of snap. It might have been an interesting moment, but it, it's still, you know, Spock keeps it keeps it under control, and it's still, it, I think it works as a, anyway without that, but I, it might have been interesting to have that happen where, Kurt, or you know, Spock is driven almost to the point to kill to kill or something with uh, with the fact that he has been so so degraded and humiliated by Parman and everything. On episode number 434, our friend Mark Daniels is back, this time looking at the film Colossus, The Forbidden Project. It's a classic sci-fi film from the past about a sentient supercomputer gone wild. I remember watching this after Mark did the podcast on it on YouTube and laughing at the sets, but still the, the, the story itself was really cool. So, you have to check that out. Episode number 434. 435, we were back with the whole crew. Everybody that could join us got together, and we talked about summer movies. Well, yeah, being that it was March, April, May. May, that's right. We were in May. It was May 5th when we did it. And uh, we talked all about the different movies that were going to be coming out. Uh, Chris and myself, Will was there, and we talked about all the upcoming summer films and what we were expecting out of them. And, of course, we had a lot of laughs, too. You'll enjoy that show. Then the next week, Chris and Joby got together. Now, what a pair. I'll tell you what. Did they ever laugh a lot? But we had a great time listening to them when they talked about the very latest Star Trek video game and other Trek games, too. You'll be surprised to hear what they thought about it. You'll have to listen to hear what they said. And, of course, uh, this one was set in the JJ-verse, so you'll have to check it out. Episode number 436. Episode 437 was none other than the vidcast of a bunch of us who had gone to see Star Trek Into Darkness. And, boy, did we ever have a good time presenting videos of just getting out of the movie theater, our different perspectives on the movie, and it was a lot of fun. It's a great vidcast. You'll have to take a look at it. Uh, episode number 437. Then, on the 26th of May, I got back with Jeff Job, and this time Brian joined us, and we talked about the other ships in Starfleet not named Enterprise. And boy, was that a great time. Now, they know a lot more technical things about it than I do. I just know what I like to look at. And it was a lot of fun to listen to them and pick their brains and ask questions. We also had a little bit of discussion on Star Trek Into Darkness. Quite fun. And that was episode 438. On episode number 439 was a Cliff Notes episode. It was a quick look at the Enterprise episode, Bounty. He also talked, Rico this is, about Into Darkness and chatted about Matt Smith leaving Doctor Who. Then the next week, on episode number 440, I teamed up with Jen from the Anomaly podcast and we talked about the 1979 pilot film to the Buck Rogers series. Man, did we ever have a great time. And you'll have to check it out because we watched the entire episode or the film of Buck Rogers in the 25th century. 
and we had a great time talking about it and about all their costumes and the music and everything else. A lot of fun. Jen, you were a blast to work with on that. And we even have talked now about doing our own podcast called the Buck Rogers Podcast. So you never know. It may just happen. She looks kind of like Daisy Duke. <laughs> she had shorter shorts than Daisy, though. Yeah, lots shorter. Now, Buck, if you had gotten out of there sooner. I always love it when they drop debris on people in these shows because they're all sorts of stuff that you you can't just throw regular debris on them because it's an alien spacecraft. So if you go back and look at that, they're hilarious looking stuff. Probably all styrofoam painted. So now they're looking for Buck to rescue him off the ship that's blowing up. And now the 70s music starts back up. It sounds like a bad episode of TJ Hooker. Or the, what was the one with uh, Chuck Norris? Oh, Walker, Texas. Thank you. Yeah. Doesn't it sound like that music? Uh, funny story. <laughs> the night I was married, yeah. I um, forgot my driver's license at um, home yeah. and couldn't get on the airplane to go to Cancun. Oh, so no. So we had to wait for my sister to drive it up to the hotel. And while we were waiting for them to arrive, David and I were sitting on the edge of the bed watching Walker, Texas Ranger, eating the mints. Oh, that's <laughs> so funny. And then my sister and her boyfriend got there, and then we all just sat on the edge of the bed. <laughs> watching Walker, Walker, Texas Walker, Ranger. Texas I hated, hated, hated that show. It's had the same plot every episode. So Pretty much the same as, yeah. Now Tweaky gets in the starfighter. I didn't know you, there was. I didn't know you could get more than one person in. Always wondered about the vipers too. Oh my gosh! And the way he sits, sitting in his <laughs> lap like a little boy. I know it's kind of like uh, uh, something is disturbing here. Oh, there they go. Viper launch. Red squadron. Just in time when the bay of the Draconian ship blows up and they watch out the window as the entire ship blows to bits. Pretty awesome special effects how the ship just disintegrates. Awesome explosions. And no light on the window there. That would have been a nice effect. We would be rulers of Earth now. If you hadn't let Buck Rogers on board. <laughs> you wouldn't have let Buck Rogers on board. We owe you a great deal more than apology, Buck. Uh-oh. Especially me. I confess I thought the princess had you beguiled. <laughs> well, I will say she had the nicest set of horns at the ball. Oh, yes. they didn't oh, take it out. There it was. There was the line. I thought they took it out. They always ended with some stupid. Eyes forward. Target star sick. Buck, you my kind of guy. That See, was. That, that was thrown in there for five year olds. Yeah, because it definitely wasn't for adults. No. Now, here's the interesting he starts painting up his apartment. Would you do that in your apartment? 
Kind of looks like he just drew like. Uh, not bad, not bad at all, considering my sketch wasn't. A was it smiley face? Was it you know, Doug? Was that the name of the cartoon? It kind of oh. looked like Doug, and, uh, didn't it? Like the red checkered tablecloth. Yeah. yeah. Where did they get that? Did they replicate it? No, this wasn't in the movie. This was. Uh, this was to so that they would launch the series. One word for it. Oh, hi, Doctor Hewer. Wilma. Say, I hope you don't mind my redecorating a little. I've been trying to. Now he's in his civilian clothes. Arcade game. Yeah. You like that fern you can buy over at uh, Home Depot? Or, I mean, the ficus tree? No, not exactly. We want you to help. All right, moving on now to uh, probably some of the most classic uh, music ever seen or heard seen heard on the original series this is from a muck time with soul kaplan and gerald fried doing the music of vulcan and uh in in liner notes here fred's talking about uh, he says that since he didn't know exactly what vulcan music sounded like i thought it would be strange fred said in a 1998 1998 interview the story was totally atavistic and the vulcans went back to their primal roots so that it made it easy i was able to write a kind of ethnic aboriginal ceremony and nothing probably says that says that kind of more than the music when kirk and spock are fighting and i'm not going to play the whole bit here because it's pretty long but i'm going to give you a good taste of this track which is on disc two of the second uh, set of five discs in this collection, the second season, this one, uh, the track is called The Ancient Combat, or Second Kraika. So listen to this by Sol Kaplan and Gerald Fried. had been talking to us about the CD set that was going to be coming out of the Trek's uh, Star Trek original series music, 15 CDs, and he got one, and of course that was his review. Had a ton of great music on it and lots of really cool things that he talked about on episode number 441, and that was on uh, June 16th, 2013. Next up was number 442 about superhero films. Oh my goodness. This was the marathon episode of, of Treks in Sci-Fi. We're talking, uh, let me see, how long was this thing? Because it was just nuts. I'm trying to see how long it was. Well, it was a long one, I'll tell you that. Gee whiz, it just went on forever. But it was a lot of fun because it was Chris and Rico 
talking about uh, Man of Steel, which was excellent. It was spo- spoiler-filled, um, of course, because they talked all about it in detail. They also talked about the modern era of superhero movies and had a great time doing it. And I know for me, I loved that episode. It was a lot of fun to listen to them talk about that. I just love listening to geeky things like that, and so do you, and that's why you listen to Treks and Sci-Fi. The next episode on June 30th um, was a look at the Deep Space Nine episode, Indiscretion. Uh, There was some movie talk and some cool Trek collectibles uh, were discussed. A whole bunch of fun things there, and that, of course, was Rico talking about the Deep Space Nine episode on episode number 443. Now, this one in particular, this episode of, of Trex and Sci-Fi, number 444, was totally hilarious. I cannot stress how much you need to listen to the show, even if you don't like m- the movie Conan the Barbarian. Chris is back, and this time he does his imitations of Arnold, and Chuck is with them, and of course Rico's there too, and I think Rico tries to do a... Ep- uh, Uh, accents like Arnold but it doesn't really he does okay but Chris is the man and you have to listen to him do that they share some history of the character in the books along with some fun discussion on the 1982 film with Arnold so you'll have to check that out they also talk about comics and other Conan films too so check out episode 444 so it's like oh yeah it all, it, went, it yeah. all went together very well you know? well and just think about you know how much we we you know we 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 talk a lot about star wars too but i mean it's it's basically sword and sorcery it's just yeah. sort of you know sci-fi slash futuristic sword and sorcery you know a laser sword instead of a, instead of a, a steel sword you know and you've got the wizard there with obi-wan and all that i mean every, that that parallel that that's been talked about over and over you know is but i mean that's that's basically what it is and yep. it's it's the seven samurai you know it's it's like you know the great mission of you know or whatever and no it's it's uh you know you know it's the old thing too they always say like how many you know there are what six or seven stories real stories in the, in the whole world or something and it's just a like, matter of how you the yeah. the twists and turns you tell them with so man versus nature Man versus himself, man versus man. And find girl, you know, something. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You girly man. All right. (laughs) So if you ever want to see a great... uh, It doesn't take much to get Chris going when I just do my awful Arnold. 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 Maria! Maria, come here. Maria. (laughs) Oh, wait, you're not here anymore, Maria. (laughs) She went away with the maid. Yeah, you know, they're laughing at me with my money. They're down there with the money, laughing at me like, with the drive over them and my. Hey, Humvee. you're not the governor anymore, Arnold. So you know. <laughs> oh, the wine was a bad idea. No, it's a good idea. Drink more. All right. Yeah, drink more. I'm have. I'm almost done. You know, I've, I've got my mojito almost finished, so I'm good to go. So. Oh, one of my favorite drinks, mojito. Ah, oh, so I'm good. The only it's... one going dry. So good. Yeah. You're, a real, you're a real teetotaler, man. What a lame-o. <laughs> yeah, so why don't you go you just, Chuck, go write something. Why don't you write something? Yeah, now? yeah, why don't you go Why don't you go touch the typewriter? We're going to go out and get some women. We're going to go bench press a tree trunk. A bunch of camel. <laughs> a bunch of camel. <laughs> a bunch of camel. Oh, right. my gosh. Punching the camel. I had forgotten about it. I, you know, I watched this movie again. 
um, the other night. And I'm like, oh, my, he, he punches that camel. And I, I couldn't remember if the camel actually falls down, but the camel falls down, too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, hey, Arnold, why don't you go punch this camel now? Apparently okay. Apparently that was the first time Arnold had ever seen a camel at all. He had never seen one. He looks pretty startled by it in the movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, that, well, we, we're on, uh, we're still in the past here. Yes, okay. On the 14th of July, back again was our guest host, Mark Daniels, with one of those cool old sci-fi films. This time, it was called It, The Terror from Beyond Space. What a classic, and Mark did an awesome job reviewing it. A nice retro cast, if you will. Then on the 21st, uh, one of the, the episodes of Next Generation that was kind of racy for the time was covered called The Price. Remember when Deanna falls in love with a negotiator guy and they just get all smitten? Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Then, uh, of course, Rico talks about Pacific Rim and the R.I.P.D. movie and some Comic-Con news, some track, a collectible, and more. You'll have to check it out. That's uh, episode number 446 from the 21st of July, 2013. Then we came back again. Myself, Jedi Jeff, and Brian, we delved into the weird and wild world of alien ships. Yeah, another one of our cool ship podcasts where we talk about all the different space vehicles. A lot of fun. And, of course, it was from series and films, and we had a great time talking about alien ships from star trek then chris came back chris is our like our resident podcaster man chris you rock you and rico you're like the podcasting kings that's what you are anyway um they covered 2001 a space odyssey as well as the sequel film which uh had roy schneider in it remember from sequest yeah and of course they talk about all the books and there was a little bit of talk about wolverine and the next Superman Batman film. A lot to cover on that podcast and a lot to listen to on uh, 448. And that was in August, uh, August 4th, as a matter of fact. Oh, and then what an awesome guest host this time. Meds shows up and talks about one of my favorite shows from kid, from childhood, from kid, from kidhood, childhood, Knight Rider. And Bassos was the narrator. Uh, and you heard him in the one every episode. Knight Rider, a shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist. Uh, he did have one single appearance in Knight Rider, though, as multi-multi-millionaire Wilton Knight, the man responsible for the whole Knight Rider project. So the plot, here we go. Now, police detective Michael Arthur Lung, played briefly by Larry Anderson, yes, not by uh, the Huff, but by Larry Anderson in the start, is shot in the face. And that's the end of uh, Larry Anderson. Uh, now, he's left for dead. Now, self-made multimillionaire Wilson Knight rescues, uh, rescues old Michael and uh, arranges for him to have uh, severe plastic surgery. And I'm not saying uh, that, of course, the Huff is used to any kind of plastic surgery, but... Uh, he was one to say. And uh, he gives him a new identity as, of course, Michael Knight. And, of course, a new job. And uh, this is where uh, Michael 
uh, gets his most amazing curly hair. Uh, he would have been uh, he would have been quite happily in, I believe, uh, the James Bond film *Live and Let Die* or any kind of black exploitation film in the seventies with that kind of hair, or indeed alongside Tom Jones as his twin brother. Well, she's all you'd ever want. She's the kind I'd like to flaunt and take to dinner. Now, Mark Knight becomes a primary field agent, and of course in the pilot programme of this, uh, it's called the Foundation for Law and Government, otherwise known as FLAG. Now, the other half of the uh, pilot, uh, the first episode of course, uh, is all about the Knight Industries 2000 car kit. Um, heading FLAG is Devon Miles, played of course by uh, Mohair, uh, and he provides Michael with directives and guidance, and basically tells him what to do, and Dr Bunny Barstow is the chief engineer in charge of Kit's care as well as technical assistant to Devon. Contrary to popular belief, looks aren't everything. Now, the, uh, the car kit, the 1982 Pontiac Trans Am, it cost $100,000 to build, uh, to change into. Now, I suppose when you think about it, this is the early 80s. That's a hell of a lot of money for it. And nowadays, uh, the, the car, the kit car, is one of the most um, sought-after cars to make into a TV recreation. I think every... Next up was the Voyager episode, Shattered. On episode number 450, Rico covered that particular episode, some recent films that he'd seen and some TV shows, and some stuff he'd been up to lately. And there was a little bit of Trek collectibles talked about as well. Then Chris Clemente and I teamed up again for a fun episode this time, we got to talk about the Next Generation episode, Booby Trap. Yeah, it was so fun. We had such a great time with that. We also covered some recent geek news about some guy named Affleck being named the new Batman. I don't know. Plus, a special promo for the live anniversary podcast from Rico, which is coming up, coming up, coming up. And it was it was the next time around on episode number 452. Yeah, eight Years, ladies and gentlemen, eight freaking years. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm glad for uh, everyone that's been able to uh, join me and tune in today for this special edition of Treks and Sci-Fi. It's going to be fun. I, I hope it's going to be entertaining, and hopefully, technically, it will work. I tried really hard before I got this started today to use. I have another webcam, and I tried to get both of them to work so I wouldn't have to move the camera around like I did last year I think and I've done a few other times but it's not working out for some reason Ustream it's not detecting the second camera and without getting in a lot of technical mumbo jumbo we don't care I'm just gonna have to move the camera around I hope the sound is gonna is working okay and you guys are hearing me okay I'm gonna look over at the uh, the chat screen can everyone hear me I hope we could even dim the lighting look I've got a dimmer oh boy let's see if this works is this any better? Sometimes I think if it's too bright, it doesn't look right. I could turn it off. I can't seem to dim it for some reason. Ah, oh, we're going to just for not worry about that. But I do have a sonic screwdriver, old style one. So that should help a lot. Anyway, um, that's about it, I guess, for the intro stuff. I can't, I, you know, I, or I guess I can ponder and reminisce a little bit about eight years ago. You know, my kids were still in you know you know younger shorter than me they were in high school one middle school for the other 2005 I was like what was that about three jobs ago for me (laughs) 
I, I uh, you know, it's uh, it's been fun. I've, uh, you know, the best thing about doing this show that I've said many times is all the people that I've met, both on the forum, Facebook, uh, through emails, uh, any other ways. Uh, and uh, and I hope to, uh, you know, continue to meet new people as it goes. And uh, I'm going to try to also make uh, a, a little bit more uh, of a try and effort to get out and, you know, go to some of these conventions, meet some people. Hey, everybody. What's happening? This is Mark Daniels from the Great Pacific Northwest. I'm M5 on the Treks and Sci-Fi Forum, and I'll be your guest host this weekend. I'm back this week with another blast from the past. On this week's episode of Treks and Sci-Fi, I'm going to take a look at another classic science fiction movie. Today's movie is from 1953. It came from outer space, starring Richard Carlson and Barbara Rush. Before I get into the movie, I'd like to thank Rico for giving me another opportunity to share with all of you another classic science fiction movie. I'd also like to thank everyone who took the time to listen to me today. I hope you enjoy it. With that said, I'm going to play the main title theme to this movie. I'll be back after the music with some movie information, and then we'll get into the movie. On September 15th, Rico was back, and this time he talked all about the classic episode of Star Trek, Cloudminders, in episode number 454. He also covered some Trek books, a new movie release, and talked a little bit about Riddick. Next up was one of those huge podcasts yet once again, this time with Chris and Joby, as they cover a bit of the history of Stephen King, his early life and his works. They also talked about some of their favorite Stephen King novels and short stories. Really, they only covered a little bit, and they talked a long time about it, but it was so interesting and so good. You need to, to listen to it if you haven't. I learned a ton about Stephen King, and it was fascinating stuff, really, really cool stuff. Then on episode number 456 on September 29th, Rico gave a call to Jen and Angela from the Anomaly podcast, and they talked all about fandom. They talked about cosplay. They talked about all sorts of different things. Star Trek, Star Wars, Avengers, Whedon, conventions, tons of stuff. And you, you'll really enjoy that conversation. It was a lot of fun. Then in another marathon episode... Number 457, this time Chris was back with Rico, and they talked about anti-heroes in sci-fi and drama. You know, he, he couldn't do it. He just I couldn't. don't think the finale, though, um, I loved it. I thought it was a perfect ending. I mean, yeah. having seen so many other endings like The Sopranos, which oh, does Oh, well, end. yeah. I mean, there's just, you know, they, they, this... they wrapped it up pretty darn tight and pretty well. You know. But it's not the best episode of the series. It's not the best oh, episode no, of the no, season. Oh, no, no, no. And I the knew that wouldn't... Episode... That's was that's o what yeah go ahead was uh, was Ozymandias which was two episodes prior which is one where Hank gets killed where everything kind yeah of comes I think that's unraveled. the hard thing about it you know when when yeah. a show 
I thought it was good. And I think the same thing happened with Dexter in the finale a little bit. I think people expect... See, truthfully, I think they did it perfect with Breaking Bad, where they peaked out like on a roller coaster, and then they yeah. had an episode. It's a solid, good episode, but the finale, in a way, to me, shouldn't be this big, like like a finale in the in fireworks when you go see fireworks. Okay, right. the finale is just we shoot everything off. Everything's going crazy. I don't think that's the best way to do it. I think no, you, the you, wrap up. I well, I think it needs to be a little bit. It needs to be true to the show. And it needs to be solid, but you don't shoot every firework off. Then coming into October 13th, we got to hear a really cool episode, another classic Treks in Sci-Fi, this time on the Enterprise episode Affliction from Season 4. Also, Rico talks about the movie Gravity, Star Wars, and the latest Trek news, too. So you have to check out the classic show number 458 number 459 our buddy Mark is back again from the Pacific Northwest this time with the sci-fi movie The Thing from Another World this is a great movie and Mark does his usual bang up job covering this 1951 sci-fi classic then Halloween was upon us and Rico did an awesome job covering the movie Army of Darkness Um, there was a cool intro from Vartok There was some geeky news and info and some scary surprises. So if you dare, take a listen to the Halloween TSF this year, 2013, episode number 460. Well, then 461 came around and I was back with my friend Jeff, Brian, and Joe this time. We all got together and talked about Star Wars Rebel Ships. It was a lot of fun. This is kind of continuing our series of the ships of sci-fi, but this time we talked about Star Wars instead of Star Trek, and it was a lot of fun. There was a lot of tech specs given, and of course, everybody shared their views on the ships of the Alliance. Up next was another Enterprise episode. This time, uh, it was called Divergence, and there was a spoiler-free review of the new Thor movie. And a music moment by Vartok, and a collectible review, too. It's kind of a classic show. You'll enjoy it. Episode number 462. Then on 463, Mark is back again. He did a lot of these this year. It was really fun to have him. And this time, he looked at the classic sci-fi film, Kronos. It's a 1957, or 1957 film, and a true classic. And Mark does his usual excellent job covering this from the early days of science fiction. Then something really fun happened. Rico was able to fly down to the Austin Comic Con and meet up with the Anomaly Ladies and had such a great time at the convention. Here's just, he did a video of it, but here's just a little uh, snippet of that. Hi folks, it's Rico, and uh, you're about to see uh, an amazing, cool video about uh, Austin Comic Con, which I was at last weekend with uh, my friends from Anomaly down in Austin, Texas. It was fantastic, but we're going to do something a little different this time. Yes, it was really fantastic. Here is the program. Saw Doctor Who, saw so many fun things. 
But instead of having all this big file have to be downloaded to uh, all of your computers and phones and tablets, what I did is I put it up on Vimeo. Uh, look at this link here. Uh, I have a username there, Trekkie, so it's pretty easy to remember. It's the video service Vimeo, V-I-M-E-O, slash Trekkie, slash T-S-F-464. And you go there, you get to see it in high def, uh, which I was... I really got disappointed with all the vidcasts I've done where I have to compress them down to get them all to you and upload them to the feed and all that other junk. So you know what? What you do is just go to the link and enjoy the video. You can embed it, share it, uh, Facebook it, tweet it, whatever you want to do. And I've been doing this for about the last day and a half, so I'm going to have a beer to celebrate. Uh, you guys enjoy this look at Austin Comic Con. It was, it was so much fun. All right, go to the link right now. Don't wait. Go. Bye-bye, everyone. Live long and prosper. See you later. And then, well, I guess within the Callista trilogy, Children of the Jedi, Darksaber, and Plan of Twilight. And of those, uh, Darksaber, I remember being a very strong book, again, by Kevin J. Anderson. That was I, a very cool book. I loved yeah. that book. That was, a, that, was a, that was an interesting story. Um, it was about the, um, the huts were trying to build, like, a super laser, right? Okay, right, yep. And um and there there was like it was, there was a covert mission, remember that General Maydeen was in it. Okay. Um and he got killed. But I mean oh, that spoiler, was spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> but the cool thing, I don't know, I want, I want to touch on the Thrawn trilogy a little bit more. Um the cool thing about the Thrawn trilogy was that it didn't like there was um before I I want I I feel like there was I don't know if you're familiar with this but Dark Horse Comics put out this thing called Dark Empire on December 8th Rico covered the Deep Space 9 episode by Inferno's Light which was a really cool one he had a little bit of uh, con talk some Trek and Star Wars news as well and some current geeky TV and movie discussion a lot of fun on December 8th. On December 15th, Meds came back and joined Chris for the Doctor Who 50th anniversary episode. Lots of cool stuff covered, and if you're a Whovian, you'll enjoy it. That was episode 467. Then, of course, we got together for a fun party at the end of the year on the 22nd of December. Uh, right before Christmas, we had a fun discussion with a bunch of guys showed up. I, I was there. Uh, Rico was there. Chris was there. Joe was there. Jeff was there. We talked about some of our favorite gifts, our geeky toys over the year, over the years, uh, techie stuff, movies of 2013. And then we kind of looked towards the future. What do we expect in 2014? Yeah, it's. Um... I, I have a question for everybody. Shoot. I'm. I'm Think back to your your very most favorite tech gift during the holidays. What what was that? And it could be when you were small. It could be when could be yet last year. But during during the holiday time, what has been your favorite tech gift that you've been? Tech gift. That's a tough. Yeah. That's a tough. I one. got one. I got mine's is real easy. All right. Okay. Go Jeff's ahead. gonna start then. Well, we all think about something. Yeah. Uh, when when we were kids, I, uh, oh, I my got parents down, yeah. bought us uh, an Intelligent, and it was just like wow. It was just like oh, I got it. We got this Intelligent. Didn't even really know anything about it. Like Intelligent is one of like the first ever game consoles, mm -hmm. and yeah. uh, 
it was like we just we played that thing right right into the ground and just like i think it was a it was kind of a the first gift that we me and my brother and my sister all got together that we could we we had to share and it was just like it was incredible like say i'm sure you know people would look at it now and go wow you know that's you know pretty simple uh graphics and and sound oh, and all but at that. the at the time it was way cool Oh yeah. yeah, I think we've gotten kind of spoiled now in a in a way too. I mean, I love you know obviously I love tech and computers and video game stuff, but but I I, th- I think it 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 was that sort of initial thing like the Ataris and the Intellivisions that made us all go like wow you know I used to have to go to like an arcade to do anything kind exactly. of like this you know yep exactly I I think my favorite gift was my uh, the first gift my wife ever bought me for christmas when we were dating was it was my first xbox 360 wow that's cool so sentimental and, value as well yeah and since then she outdoes herself every year she gets me something tech uh for my birthday Hello, folks. This is Rico. I hope everyone's enjoying the holidays and had a Merry Christmas if you celebrate that. And uh, looking forward to a Happy New Year, Happy 2014. This episode of Treks and Sci-Fi will take uh, just a tiny bit more work on your part. I I don't know if it's work or not, but uh, with Videocast, which is what you're getting this week, uh, which is the Secret Santa annual vidcast that uh, we've been doing for a few years now, I have decided to put these up only on Vimeo, V-I-M-E-O. So if you go over to Vimeo.com, and I did this recently with the Austin Comic Con video, if you go over there, V-I-M-E-O.com forward slash Trekkie, that's my account, T-R-E-K-K-I-E. And then you'll see the, the latest video that I've put up there, probably about the time when you listen to this. There may be another one after uh, sometime later this week about a couple of things. But uh, you will see the uh, – it's uh, it says Merry Trekmas. It's got a picture of all the captains with Santa caps on. And it will say Treks and Sci-Fi episode 469. So go over to Vimeo and check that out. It's about 20 – I don't know, 23, 24 minutes long and an HD and all that good stuff. So another way, if you want to write down the actual number, it's V-I-M-E-O dot com forward slash 828-92381. But to me, it's easier to remember Vimeo forward slash Trekkie, and then you'll see it in the uh, list of videos there. So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, I just didn't, I don't want to compress these down and try to send them out to everybody on the feed. So that's what we're doing. Uh, Next week, you're going to get Rick Moyer's uh, year-end in review show uh, or year-end review show for 2013. So that should be good. So thanks, everyone, for listening and downloading. And as always, check us out over at uh, treksandsci-fi.com, the Facebook group at treksandsci-fi over there for, you know, facebook.com forward slash treksandsci-fi or the forums. Uh, Lots of good things coming in the new year. So take care, everyone, and happy 2014. Transfer of data is complete. And there you have it. The entire year of Treks in Sci-Fi reviewed just for you. I'm Rick Moyer. I had a great time hosting it. It's always fun. I cannot wait for 2014 and all the amazing podcasts that are coming up because of you, the Treks in Sci-Fi community 
and especially you, Rico. Thanks for making this amazing podcast and sharing it with your friends. We're such geeks. If you enjoy it, why don't you write to Rico today at treksf at gmail.com. That's treksf at gmail.com. And of course, always visit us over at treksandsci-fi.com. I'm Rick Moyer saying have a happy new year, 2014. Here we come.